48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top story, Citizen News, says it will stop updating its website on Tuesday. Health authorities have reported a preliminary positive COVID case involving a woman who had dined at the Moon Palace restaurant, the centre of an Omicron outbreak. And Health Secretary Sophia Chan has called on Moon Palace diners who've received a notification on the Leave Home Safe app to get in touch with the government. Citizen News, an online news outlet, says it will cease operations from Tuesday. The announcement comes four days after Stan News announced its closure on Wednesday following a police raid on its office which saw seven people linked to the media outlet arrested. In a Facebook post, the five-year-old media organisation said drastic changes in society and a worsening media environment in the past years have made it unable to achieve its mission without worries and concerns. It says its website will stop updating from Tuesday and will close down sometime later. The news outlet also thanked its readers for their support. Health authorities have reported 26 new COVID infections, 25 are imported, while one case has been classified as one that's possibly import-related. Authorities also say a 38-year-old woman who had dined at the Mood Palace restaurant in Festival Walk tested preliminary positive. Jimmy Choi reports. The latest batch of patients are aged between 1 and 61, with 17 of them showing no symptoms. Among the imported cases, a 27-year-old woman who lives in Kong Hill Block, Quarry Bay, had been in Hong Kong during her incubation period. She left the SAR on Christmas Eve for Finland and returned via the Netherlands and Thailand on New Year's Eve. She tested positive at the airport upon arrival. The only possibly import-related case involves a 50-year-old woman who dined at the Moon Palace restaurant in Festival Walk last Monday. She had earlier been identified as a preliminary positive case and was confirmed to have the virus. Meanwhile, authorities say a 38-year-old woman linked to the Moon Palace cluster has tested preliminary positive. The woman is the wife of a construction worker whose infection was confirmed earlier. The couple dined together at the restaurant last Monday. Officials say they've sent 340 people linked to the cluster to a quarantine centre, including 22 restaurant staff and 170 customers. The government is still trying to track down some of the people who dined at the Moon Palace. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says the government does not have access to people's data on their Leave Home Safe app and called on diners who received a notification on the app to get in touch. Obviously there are some people who have not booked table but they walk in so therefore I think they are still finding those people and there are some people uh, that actually have come forward. Uh, and call the uh, hotline and and were found. So there are uh, most of the majority of these people have been found, but uh, we obviously would like to appeal to the public, for those of you who have been and, and not yet been found, to come forward. Professor Yung Kwok Yung, who advises the government on the pandemic, said he believes poor ventilation was likely to blame for the transmission of the virus at the restaurant. Police say they've arrested a 37-year-old man after he allegedly attacked four people in Kowloon City. Aaron Tam reports. Officers say the suspect kicked a 67-year-old female passerby and snatched her mobile phone on Carpenter Road at around 1 p.m. When a 60-year-old man tried to intercept him, the suspect used the mobile phone to attack him. Officers say the suspect then dropped the phone and fled in the direction of Natin Wai Road but he turned around and again attacked the female victim who was chasing him. The suspect took flight again, this time grabbing a butcher's knife from a wet market nearby. 
When he came to the intersection at Hao Wong Road and Na Tin Wai Road, he smashed the windscreen of a car with the knife and dropped it. Police said the suspect also punched the 27-year-old driver of the car. The man then ran to a tenement building on Prince Edward Road West and set ablaze some items outside a door on the fifth floor. He finally entered a guest house on the second floor of the building and used a rubbish bin to attack a 69-year-old staff member. He then hid in a room there. Officers said they arrested the man at the guest house at around 2.30 p.m. for suspected robbery, criminal damage, wounding and arson. The weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow, mainly fine with a minimum temperature tomorrow morning of about 17 degrees in urban areas, a few degrees lower in the new territories. The top temperature will be about 21 degrees with moderate to fresh easterly winds. The outlook, sunny periods on Tuesday, but cloudier with one or two rain patches in the middle and latter parts of this week. Currently the observatory, the temperature is 18 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity now at 82%. You're listening to RTHK. The time's exactly five minutes past 11. The Labour and Welfare Secretary, Law Chi Kwong, says Hong Kong's quota for domestic helpers needs to be increased, but a shortage of hotel quarantine space has to be addressed. Natalie Ching has details. Writing on his blog, Mr Law said the number of domestic helpers here had dropped by 50,000 over two years and that some locals were now having to quit their jobs to look after family members. He said this had had a knock-on effect on the labour market. Mr Law said the government was in the process of negotiating with hotels that fit quarantine centres and are willing to offer rooms. He said he hoped to announce some good news soon. South Korea says one of its nationals defected to the north by crossing the heavily fortified border on New Year's Day. Here's Robert Kemp. The Joint Chiefs of Staff said it had carried out a search operation after detecting the person at around 9.20pm on the eastern side of the demilitarised zone. It said it could not confirm whether the person was alive, but that a notice had been sent to the north via a military hotline asking for protection. The border crossing, which is illegal in South Korea, comes as North Korea carries out strict anti-coronavirus measures. Pyongyang shut the borders in early 2020, though it had not confirmed any infections. In September of that year, North Korean troops shot dead a South Korean fisheries official who had gone missing at sea. Pyongyang later blamed antivirus rules and apologised. Air travel was severely disrupted on New Year's Day in the United States due to bad weather in parts of the country as well as the pandemic. Figures showed more than 2,700 flights were cancelled. That accounted for more than half of the world's total. This man, who was trying to fly to Spain, was stranded in Chicago's O'Hare International Airport. And there is no space to to spend the time and something to eat. It's a, a long time here. Residents of two districts north of Denver in the U.S. state of Colorado are counting the cost of what officials have confirmed to be the most destructive wildfires in state history. Amid a Red Cross relief operation, residents dug through heavy snow to pick through the still smouldering ruins of their homes. At least three people are missing. A fire has erupted at the South African Parliament with flames bursting from the roof of a building and a plume of smoke seen from kilometres away. Authorities say the blaze in Cape Town has been brought under control and no one has been injured so far. Patricia Delisle is the South African Minister of Public Works. We have the situation under control for now. Um, we will be continuing with the investigation as to the cause of the fire. Denmark has announced plans to end the use of fossil fuels by domestic flights by 2030. 
In her New Year's Day address to the nation, Prime Minister Meta Fredrickson says such a target would be difficult but achievable. Here's the BBC's Simon Hancock. Ms Fredrickson acknowledged that the required scientific solutions weren't yet in place for the target, but said flying must be made green, and if it was achieved, it would be a breakthrough for Denmark and the whole world. The country has already said that by 2030, it plans to reduce its carbon emissions by 70% compared with 1990 levels. Ms Fredrickson also said her government was open to levying an emissions tax on businesses, having earlier opposed it. To sports now, the defending NBA champions are on a roll. The Milwaukee Bucks have won their sixth straight game, beating the New Orleans Pelicans 136-113. to Star forward Janis Antetokounmpo led the way with 35 points, 16 rebounds and 10 assists. That's also the 27th triple-double of his career, good for 19th all-time and one behind Michael Jordan. You know, having 27 triple-doubles, it's, it's insane. I remember when I got my first one, you know, my, in my, I think my third year. In the league, so it's it's been a long uh, journey. Uh, we got a long way to go. Just keep enjoying every moment, and um, if you keep playing the right way, good things happen. Frigid Minnesota provided the setting for the National Hockey League's annual Winter Classic. The official face-off temperature in the game between the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild was minus 22 degrees Celsius at Target Field in Minneapolis. It's now been called the coldest outdoor game in NHL history. The Blues had the last laugh in this one, winning 6-4. to four. To end the news, the top stories once again. Citizen News says it will stop updating its website on Tuesday. Health authorities have reported a preliminary positive case involving a woman who had dined at the Moon Palace restaurant, the centre of an Omicron outbreak. And Health Secretary Sophia Chan has called on Moon Palace diners who received a notification on the Leave Home Safe app to get in touch with the government. The news from RTHK. In our newsroom, Todd Harding. Ten minutes after eleven, hour two of Sunday late. Looking back over twelve months, the best of the year tonight.
Uh, Bluey and we featured his album uh, Tinted Sky in January of uh, 2021 uh, Bluey, better known well, better known as Bluey, here's Jean-Paul Monique and uh, here's um, uh, the front man from uh, British acid jazz band Incognito since its formation he's been looking after Incognito since 1979, 18 albums they have released a big, um, a big part of uh, this programme Incognito uh, but uh, that was his fourth solo album uh, Bluey with uh, Tinted Sky uh, 